0: podcast my name is pc tunny and i want to encourage you to get ready for my favorite pay-per-view the royal rumble that's right folks i can't wait it's gonna be oh so great and i am joined today by the man the list the legend the other half of the world's greatest tag team never it's him it is him it does be a scientist and an architect indeed two for the price of one it's dpp
1: even before that, even before get that, excited, for this, excited of for this weekend's worth of sports UFC, UFC, UFC NFL championship games. championship
0: games. Well, you know what? That guy right there is the funky, phenomenal, and oh so fresh AJ Blaz. And we're all going to get into it shortly. But let's go ahead and let everybody know what's happening this week on episode 259 of the DWI podcast. Well! Well, we're waiting. Well that's the big show. She... She... Fuck
2: suck. <clears throat> it's Tampa Bay
1: wins.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's Tampa you Bay know, it it's another great sporting weekend. I mean, and the great thing for wrestling fans is you don't have that lull in between, right? That two-week layoff from the conference championships to the Super Bowl, because we get the Royal Rumble. We get yeah, the Royal Rumble. Do. Now, folks, we are recording on the 21st day of the 21st year of the 21st century, and this podcast, you are obviously listening to it on Friday, 10 days prior to said Rumble. That is Royal. Let me just start here, folks. Let me get into it. Let's get it out of the way. Head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash shot. Get yourself a chair shot t-shirt, and then head on over to the chairshot.com. Sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. There's something for everybody. Always use your head. Uh, WrestleMania. They've announced the locations. Did you guys watch that little vignette thing? The the little. We'll talk about it. Don't worry. We'll talk about it. Uh, Adam Pearce got replaced. I'm disappointed. Conor McGregor indeed is fighting DP. It, it's going to be a, a heck of an electric event. In Abu Dhabi. We're going to talk about that. We're going to get to the NFL Conference Championship matchups. That's right. AJ's Bucks are playing DP's and Mines Packers. We're going to have some trivia and a last call where we'll be taking some kneecaps. DPP, ring the bell.
2: I'm more upset that that's the last call, because that was such a great presser. <laughs>
0: it is. It was. What are you... We don't need to go into the song. We got plenty to do this week. Uh, what are you drinking, though, AJ?
2: So, uh, Andrew and I went to the liquor store nearby me, and we got a Belgian Blonde L Ale. Ew, not drunk enough yet. Uh, Lefe? I think it's... I don't know. it. It's Belgium. It's actually not bad, but I also have the uh, Jaeger that Andrew didn't finish from Pod is War yesterday, so we're going to drink that if we run out of this. Excellent. Excellent. All
0: right, well, let's get into the first topic at hand this week, episode 259 of said DWI podcast. CP, did you, did you just watch the WrestleMania announcement thing? I, no, it, I was looking
1: for it, and I can't find it. I'm clearly not so Googling the right keywords. We
0: uh, we get Stephanie and Triple H at a uh, uh, breaking news desk, right? And Hunter breaking has news. a wig and glasses on, and his name is Hank Epanky. And Stephanie has the glasses on and her hair up, and her name is Anita Realman. <laughs> so they announced that. Yes, there you go. They announced that this year, Tampa Bay will be two nights, April 10th and 11th, and that then they kick it to Sasha Banks in Dallas, who's, I forget what what her name was. Do you remember, AJ?
2: I don't remember what it was, because this was like, what, four or five days ago? So I watched it like right as it came out.
0: So she had a really cool kind of way of introducing it in Dallas, and then they kick it back, and then last but not least... Hugh Can't See Me announces that SoFi Stadium in 2023 will be hosting Wrestlemania. So if you haven't had a chance to check it out, it's pretty funny. I know someone put a picture of Triple H with his wig and glasses out and said, you know, wrong names only. And I said quadruple I. So, you know, figure that one out. Yeah. Sit for the working man while y'all enjoy that. (laughs) there you go yeah yeah i mean thank right <laughs> henry e Panky. there you go e. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's not it's not great but it's funny it's good it's really good
2: so no, made, what do you get the
0: thought? most of it what, what are you guys thoughts of the locations announced and what we hopefully want to all want to see. We hope this all leads to like, Hey, Hey rock. I mean, are you going to be available in two and a half years? That'd be great. You know, can we get ahead on the schedule here? Do you have, do you have anything booked for 2023 rock? I mean, isn't that where we're at AJ?
2: I mean, that's basically what we're going for because they moved the Hollywood mania. That was supposed to be this year, two years from now, like you said, the one thing I don't like is the, another Houston show. So, was the last one 25 dallas or with dallas yeah was that 25 or 31 there there was one that's been recent in dallas or i could be completely wrong and i'd need to drink more
1: i don't know when the last one was in dallas
2: because the only one i could think of but anyway
1: while pc's googling that uh hayley berry (laughs) was uh Hailey Mary. Oh, Haley, Haley. okay. Hailey Mary was Sasha Banks. So there you go. Oh,
2: Lord. oh Hail
0: Mary, yes.
2: Hail yeah. Mary. I mean, I'm happy that they actually, you know. 32. Triple H has that sense of humor. 32. Is 32. Yeah, 100. And then we're coming back there for 38. So, yeah. Uh, eh. fine. I mean, they went like to New this... Orleans. Yeah, but what WrestleMania
0: the... is kind of... WrestleMania is kind of like the Super Bowl now, though, AJ. There's only certain amount of cities that can host it, right? And if Vince and yeah. Jerry are friends, Vince knows that Jerry needs some money because they didn't have fans this year, so he's going to help his buddy out.
2: Which I'm not disagreeing, and it's good, but I'm just saying, like, it's sometimes it gets a little repetitive or there might be, like, a new stadium that right. maybe but might have other, not,
0: but... They're going to want to go to the biggest possible stadiums, because if you're still restricted as having only a certain percentage of fans, the best way to get the most number of fans is have the biggest place. So you can still have more people and keep them separated. Right. I get what you're saying. It needs to go to different venues and travel more across the country. Right. I would still love to see WrestleMania in London, to be honest with you at Wembley, but that's, that's just me. So I'll, I'll let you finish your thought.
2: It's all good. But, you know, the Hollywood thing, now we can actually prepare it two years ahead of time. Hopefully The Rock and other celebrities or major guests can show up, get in shape, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm just happy of one thing, and one thing only, because I know that we're going to talk about it later, but I am wearing a Bucks jacket. We're at WrestleMania 37 now, right? Yes. So, Super Bowl 37 was won by Tampa Bay, and we're getting this year's Super Bowl, and the, now Whoa. this year's WrestleMania at Raymond James. I don't know. I'm feeling a little lucky here.
0: <laughs> what I'm the hell did you just say?
2: Have...
0: I can't wait to do this show next week.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't wait. I can't. I just, I'm just. going to go like... knock
2: on wood now. <laughs> but no, that's just me being a smartass. But I'm, I'm happy that, you know, I think this is the first time ever that Mania had... The Super Bowl and actual Mania in the uh, in the same place, so there's probably going to be a lot of sports fans that are just going to be there. It's like, well, I bought tickets to the Super Bowl. If I have enough money, I I, I can get some Mania tickets too, maybe.
0: DP thoughts?
1: Uh, you know, they obviously had to shuffle things around a little bit because of you know everything that's going on in the world, and having it again at Tampa this year makes um, obvious sense because they can have people in florida and because florida is just a hotbed for disease apparently and everybody's okay with it there and fine and if you know we could split up the what was it twenty thousand people per day or whatever like if they can get some fans in there that's awesome you know and maybe in a couple months things will be a little bit better but uh you know the fact that they can do it two days again is is nice and that gives the opportunity to to sell some tickets and and at least have some fans there and, you know, experiment again with the two-day event and see how it goes. And then, you know, as they continue here, you know, next year and the year after going, maybe going back to the regular one-day events like they, you know, they talked about and hopefully, you know, by then we're, we're back to full capacity and it'll be awesome. So I'm good with it. I, you know, like, like you guys said, you know, they, you know, it's so big that you you're limited now to places you can go to a lot for a lot of these. So other than splitting up venues, which I think is a horrible idea to see WrestleMania two, you know, there's, there's only so many things you can do. So I I'm all for it. I like it.
0: Well, another thing too, is they're going to take as much as it can from the NFL that's worked well for them because they're already dealing with these situations with the big stadiums. They're having people at playoff games, et cetera, et cetera. You're getting tested beforehand. That's how you're getting in. You're being separated, right, with the people you you come with and things of that nature. So they already said they want to learn what the NFL is doing and what's successful and, and then improve on things that might not be as successful as the things that are working well in these situations where fans are being allowed. So I, I know the PGA announced that the Arnold Palmer Invitational is gonna try and have fans this year. Um, so that's gonna be coming up. So the people are, are trying to get back to doing it the right way. We've seen it done successfully. I understand that it is a very, very slippery slope. So you need to tread carefully, very much so in, in doing, especially this so quickly before, especially all these vaccines get out.
1: Yeah. And learning, you know, what, how these vaccines are going to take effect. I mean, we know to a point right now, you know, but some of them are saying they're only good for a year. You know, you don't fully know how it's all going to go. We've heard of new strains and all that kind of stuff. So we're still obviously in the big part of it and still trying to figure it out. So hopefully that, you know. Like I said, hopefully things all work out well, and we're back to doing this stuff, and you can we can keep experimenting with larger and larger groups and get better. Because I think WWE, for as weird as things were, I thought they kind of did a pretty good job benchmarking. You know, they may have been behind a little bit, but they benchmarked, figured out what was good, and you know the whole Thunderdome thing was a great idea, and I thought works really well. So, you know, keep benchmarking other, you know, NFL and and Hopefully we have some fans in the stands.
0: All right, gentlemen, let's move in and stay with WWE and move into a couple storylines I want to hit. And one is I'm disappointed. I don't know how disappointed you guys are. The fact that we're not going to see Roman Reigns versus Adam Pierce at the Royal Rumble. We are going to get Kevin Owens. I can appreciate what they did. Um, I'm kind of kicking myself because all along while we're talking about this Adam Pearce storyline developing where he ends up getting this title shot, I'm thinking to myself, how do you get out of this and keep Adam Pearce as the lead official, lead WWE official in charge on television? Like, how do you actually have him in a match with Roman Reigns where he gets physical with Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns embarrasses the shit out of him and then have him continue to be the authority figure on SmackDown? I wish I would have said that out loud because I would look so smart right now because you don't have an out for that. That's why Kevin Owens is back, right? So I'm throwing myself under the bus simultaneously and giving you my 2020, should have said that, kick myself in the ass. It's like the time we were at the NFL – the NFL. The time we were at the fantasy football draft – and the one douchebag gave me shit for drafting Mike Vanderjack. And he's like, can you spell Vanderjack? And I just was like, fuck off. And then we got in the car, and I looked at DP and his brother, and I said, you know what I should have said? I should have said, yeah, S-U-C-K-M-Y-A-S-S, Vanderjack. And I always think of these things <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> too late. DP, remember that now? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How I forget? Yeah. <laughs> How <could laughs> I forget? All right, gentlemen, let's go back to wrestling. I'm excited to actually to see a match again between Kevin Owens and and, um, and Roman Reigns. I'm fine with that. I, I'm thrilled with Kevin Owens. He's doing his best to Cold Steve Austin right now. But are you disappointed? I mean, how disappointed are you? We're not going to see Adam Pearce. And what what do you think of the storyline now, DP?
1: I'm ecstatic. I'm
0: ecstatic. Oh, you didn't want to see that match? No, no. I did Why not?
1: Because. Pierce, I, how many years has he removed from wrestling? From when he retired, and I mean, I know he's a former NWA champion and everything, and he was, you know, hey, thank you, AJ, <laughs> I learned from that. And you know, he that he was great and everything, but I don't. He's not there to wrestle. I don't want to see him wrestle. Just like I don't want to see, uh, you know, Oldberg wrestle anymore. He don't. They don't have. No, no. Why can't? Kevin Owens be in this match, you now. obviously now he is, but why can't, you know, we have Keith Lee wrestle at the Royal Rumble, you know, for the title, why do we need to have Goldberg back with some stupid storyline, why do we need to have Adam Pearce in a match and a stupid storyline, and I, I can't knock on Adam Pearce's age, because he was, you know, I could say 42, because AJ Styles is 43, so, you know, I can't yell about age, but at least AJ Styles is still an active, competitive wrestler, where Pierce is not. And we don't need it. We have plenty of superstars that deserve shots. And I don't want to see these guys getting random title shots like that. There's no point. There's. I think it's stupid. I don't want to see that. And I have both your title matches at the Royal Rumble oh. had to do. You know we're gonna have defended against non wrestlers. Sweatshirt. Oh shit. <laughs> Asshole. Oh my god. It's non regular wrestlers, and I didn't want to see it. AJ, please stop letting I you see. Just, just go I, I, on because he's gonna keep giving me shit. So just I'm you just go, you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm just
2: gonna keep talking I mean... over him until he stops talking. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I see what you're getting from DP, yeah. where yeah. it's the whole, you know, you have Adam Pearce, who's, you know, he's removed from wrestling. He's a backstage producer. He's now like the on-screen authoritarian and all that, but. I also agree with Tony where I'm like I wanted to see the Scrap Daddy wrestle again for a WWE title shot. This would be great. Oh, uh, that's just a random loophole. I mean, it's Kevin Owens, so it's good, but I can I really wanted to see Adam Pearce try to wrestle again and I know he said it somewhere. I don't know where, but apparently he said I would if it wasn't for this thing called not medically cleared. That's the issue. He just wasn't medically cleared to wrestle. So that's why he probably had to drop it. And it's like, yeah, no, something or whatever is too screwed up so I can't wrestle, you know, but you know
0: you know Platt called your brother Princess Kayfabe Fabe last night, right?
2: Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: That,
2: that, that, that's that's the name of the show. I know that for a fact.
0: Sound just like your
2: brother over there, Princess Kayfabe. Fabe. <sighs> anyway, on to Impact Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't see that on the big show sheet here.
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, New Japan Strong?
1: Right? Just like Adam Pierce. If you, so you want to so hear about
0: sign. Impact Wrestling, back, listen to Pot is War.
2: <laughs> New Japan Strong next? You know, they're, they're doing their uh, Road 2 freaking series?
0: Nobody <laughs> talks about New Japan Strong. Here, you want some New Japan Strong No news? shit, think... no
2: one talks about New Japan
0: Strong. Okay, I will. TWI <laughs> podcast. Here you go. PC Tunny. I know what the fuck's going on. Leo Rush, time with New Japan Strong. There you go. There's New Japan Strong news. Back to you, AJ.
2: So did uh, Chris Dickinson, too.
0: There you go. Wow. Is this a New Japan Strong podcast now? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the end of the segment. Yeah. I think he did, didn't he? Didn't Leo Rush sign with
2: him? <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't know <laughs> that before. <laughs> <laughs> I just you knew that Chris Dickinson's on New Japan Strong. You're just like, Leo Rush is in New Japan. I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, that's outstanding. <laughs> guys, talk, about, talk amongst yourselves. I'll give you a topic. Oh, Lord. Peanut is neither a pea nor a nut. Discuss. No, got not.
0: It's not a nut. Oh, it's a flag It's a flagloom. A flaglo- What is it? A,
1: flag- a legume. A legume. Legume.
0: It's a legume. Why have I put it legume? It's legume. a legume. Why do I put an F in there? It's a phlegm. How <laughs> Talking to me.
2: <laughs> We're
0: not. The show is not going to continue until I find. It's not
2: going to continue until you realize. Oh, Leo Rush made probably a guest appearance, or he. I know he made an appearance in UWN. That's the only reason why I know Chris Dickinson's in freaking New Japan Strong right now. But, Mm. eh.
1: One day ago, Leo Rush did debut
0: on New Japan Strong next week. Boom. Suck it. Suck it right there. Play me some. Yeah, here. You know what? Boom. Soda's (laughs) real. Yeah, they do. (laughs) Yeah, they do. And right now, I'm soda. Suck it.
1: Sucking soda? I don't know.
0: All right. Well, let's talk about let's talk let's talk about fire scarecrow. How about that? How about Alexa Bliss, the female fiend? She even did the craziness in the corner uh, in her match with Asuka. It, talk to me about Randy Orton having to wear the fire mask, getting his face blown off by a really cool looking fireball, and then uh, Alexa Bliss adopting the actual fiend character. She got her own uh, Alexa's playground talk show, and, and and it looks like she might be taking that belt from Asuka. AJ.
2: I mean. That was a damn good match. Uh, I I know that we made the joke that Andrews the Cafe princess and I'm probably gonna copy what the hell he probably said because he loves him some Oscar, but when Oscar actually was like playing scared, that's that that's something. like bliss as we said before we started the show, that was a damn good fireball done to Randy Orton from uh, that the Triple H unsanctioned match. Then you have freaking, uh Alexa just adopting the Fiend, potentially being Sister Abigail, but adopting the Fiend being that mystique, crazy, dark character because instead of hurt heels, she has play and pain or whatever, I think, on her hands when she does this. But, I mean she's she's playing every gimmick that she ever had well and she's even doing this well where it's you know the Harley Quinn actually turning more and more into the Joker because Joker is gone that's exactly
1: what it is right it's it's Harley Quinn going psycho like as she officially you know went nuts and um you know joined with the Joker this is she does I tell you, I I love Alexa Bliss, man. She does awesome stuff. She's she's great on the mic. She's great in the ring, and like kind of like you said, any character she's given, she nails it and and does a really good job with it. And this is you know, <laughs> as much as I hated the you know lighting a guy on fire in the ring, they're they're doing great with the rest of this story. You know, like Alexa Bliss is doing a great job selling everything. Randy Orton is is fucking randy orton man and you know obviously this is i am gonna lead to the final match between these two somewhere shortly down the line i would love to see alexa bliss with the title i don't know if they're gonna give it to her at all or anything but they don't really have much else going on so you know this could lead to some mixed tag matches or some stuff here as we lead to wrestlemania i assume we're gonna see the Fiend come back at Royal Rumble and eliminate Randy Orton. Uh, leading to their eventual WrestleMania match in some kind of, I don't know, burned alive match or
0: something. Like, they already
1: did the Inferno match. What else can you do
0: I, these guys? Well, I thought we were going to have, I thought, I thought we were going to maybe have The Fiend and Randy Orton at Royal Rumble. And what about Edge and Orton? I thought that's WrestleMania. Uh, yeah. Well, where do you go?
2: What's...
1: Maybe Edge is the mastermind behind all of it.
2: I was about to say, or or the Fiend possesses Edge. And that's how you get that storyline tied in, too. It's, it's oh
0: tough because
2: they're getting set around out of
0: time with this. So I guess somebody on fire already, so anything's possible. Where's Kevin Garnett? Do we have the Kevin Garnett? Anything's possible! I <laughs> don't have that. that. was pretty good, wasn't it? You almost thought I had the clip, didn't you? That's what you thought. You thought
2: that for a second. I would believe it if I had another beer in my hand.
1: You know, but I mean it.
2: (laughs) Yes, I know what you mean.
1: (laughs) But I'm I'm starting to enjoy it. Like I said, other than the the lighting on the guy on fire thing, the rest of the story is great and is at least intriguing to see where they're going to end this thing because... Yeah, like I said, it was supposed to be Randy Orton Edge at WrestleMania, but I, you know, one of these has to come to a head at the Royal Rumble. Either Edge comes back or the Fiend comes back.
0: So, how do you fit these into the pay per views coming up? Yeah, we'll see what happens. It is a long road to WrestleMania. We do have, you know, what another two, almost and a half months. So it's it's probably gonna be like eleven weeks, I would imagine, after Royal Rumble we're not gonna see uh, WrestleMania. So. That's a lot of time. Uh, have they announced? Do you want to check on that, DP, well, while we're switching topics here real quick? Have they announced what the pay-per-view is and when it is after Royal Rumble? I've got to imagine they have already.
2: Um, I think they have, or they rumored it very well. And I think it's actually going to be Armageddon from what I saw.
0: All right, you guys check on that. Let
2: me let everybody know what's going to be happening
0: next week on the DWI podcast. I need you guys to check us out on social media. Either follow me at PC Tunney or follow this show right here at Podcast DWI, right there on the Twitter. We're working on bringing back the TriCast for Royal Rumble next week. The three of us, Dave Ungar, I've already reached out to Kenny Killa. He's going to let me know. I'm not sure what day we're going to record. So it could go up as early as Friday night. It could be Saturday morning. It could be Saturday night that it goes up. But I want you guys to tune in for our Royal Rumble preview next week. We're bringing back the TriCast. And I might have a few other couple surprises up my sleeve. Uh, Royal Rumble season. We're doing it big. So make sure you check out ChairShot.com. Check out the ChairShot.com all week for all of your Royal Rumble coverage. And uh, I'll be kicking it off Monday morning right there on ChairShot Radio. So check that out. Where and when is the pay-per-view after the Royal Rumble? According
1: to CBSSports.com, the 2021 pay-per-view schedule says the Elimination Chamber will be February 21st, followed by Fastlane on March 21st. What?
0: Why would you have a pay-per-view on March 21st?
1: When do you have WrestleMania on April 10th and 11th?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they moved Mania. All right. I don't want to talk about wrestling anymore. I'm just getting mad. We're going to Aw, go to a man. commercial. I, I'm going to get
2: mad. because I could have had a pay-per-view on my birthday. God damn. Fuck <laughs> like you I, wrestling. Yeah, like I said, commercial. Promotional consideration paid for by the following.
0: Hey, folks. PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? pwx over the top shine and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only 5.99 per month get your free trial today at powerslam.tv
2: go to powerslam.tv promo code chair shot get your free month again that's powerslam.tv promo code chair shot the chair shot.com.
0: always use your head Gentlemen, UFC 257 Fight Island Abu Dhabi. It's it's a really good card. Uh, UFC did a really good job. They had a they had a UFC fight night during the day Wednesday. It was a really good card. Watch some of that. Um, well, it was from Abu Dhabi, so the, the time made oh, sense. Duh. But Saturday night, couple of great fights. The the it's kind of a it's almost like a, a main event and a sub main event, and you got four guys from the same. Division, the lightweight division, which Habib Namurga, Namurga off is the champion, and he said he's retired, but we don't know yet. So we'll see what happens. If he doesn't want to fight, maybe the winner of this fight or a winner of a series of fights, they might have to strip the belt from him. But in this one hundred and fifty-five pound division, the under what was that? What the
1: heck, uh, Papa Beds. Yay! Okay.
2: Hey!
0: I was looking up the card. Welcome to episode 259 of the DWI podcast. There's only two fights I want to talk about. So there's four guys, basically, and we just had Oliveira beat Ferguson. So that's one kind of part of the bracket for this lightweight division to see who's going to end up either facing each other or taking on uh, Habib, right? So... The under, the under main event to the main main event, which is always Conor McGregor, is Dan Hooker and Michael Chandler. Now, Hooker has a lot of good wins. He's finished a lot of people in UFC. Michael Chandler, coming from outside of the UFC, but has had a, a couple of good fights, beating Benson Henderson, uh, taking Eddie Alvarez to, to a split decision. Those two guys are going to fight. Hooker's real tall, long, great striker, finish a fight at any time, excellent submissions. Chandler is a Division One NCAA wrestling champion. But the main event here is Conor McGregor coming back. I mean, basically, he's been off for four years because you can't count the fight against Donald Cerrone, the cowboy. That was like – cowboy wasn't even ready to go. What was that fight, 46 seconds? So Conor has even said he needs something. more of a challenge here, and it's looking to be a great fight against the guy he fought six years ago in Dustin the Diamond Poirier. The guy can fight. He's been on a roll. It's not Dustin Diamond, DP. It's Dustin the Diamond. Don't, don't do that screech bullshit. He'll, he'll kick your ass. But go back and watch the press conference today. It was pretty good. Everybody seemed a little bit more sophisticated. Conor McGregor, even himself, looked a little bit more like the family man, the father that he is now. All four of these guys are fathers. All four of these guys are highly ranked in the UFC lightweight division. Michael Chandler coming in from the outside see what he can do. Guys, I mean, DP, you've been to Abu Dhabi. You you know what kind of beautiful setting it is there. They're going to have fans. Conor McGregor's back. I, I said it, I think, on Cherish. Well, I'm going to say it. No, I said it. Yes, I can't keep track of when I do <laughs> things anymore. I'm, I said it on Cherish on radio Friday morning. UFC 257. You're excited. Feel these nipples. Is it in
1: Abu Dhabi or is it in Dubai? Do you know? It's
0: in Abu the, Dhabi.
1: The
2: venue Dhabi. is the Ithiad okay. Arena? I don't know. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is ridiculous out there. And, I mean, if you <laughs> just think of, you know, a place that has all the money in the world and spends it on everything. And that's what it's like. I mean, fancy fucking cars like Lamborghinis and Ferraris going around, and just the the sheiks and all that out there, just tossing money around. It's gonna be amazing. And it, I just <laughs> getting to see Conor McGregor back in the ring too is is pretty awesome for the Octagon. I guess I should call it is is amazing. You know, after this cup, after four years off, it's gonna be cool to see him really get a good fight. Like you said, you know, Dustin is going to be a lot better of a challenge and should be quite the main event, I think.
0: Right. I mean, he's basically had a career in the last six years uh, since fighting, you know, a whole a whole other career since fighting Conor the first time. He's a completely different fighter, right? And, and these guys are a little bit older. AJ, I mean, what do you think of this main event? What are your thoughts on UFC 257 here, Fight Island?
2: I mean, I mean, from the co-main event and the main event alone, those are, gonna event alone. those are going to be very good to watch. And like you said, Conor McGregor, he wants a real fight. I actually watched the interview that I don't remember if it was ESPN or whatnot a couple of days ago, where you said he wants a challenge. He also kind of called out Khabib again, where it's just like, oh, he wanted to retire. Well, I'll just, it's because he was afraid to actually fight me again. I, I lost on my uh, on my worst day. He beat me on his best. But let's see what happens. And it's like, uh, I would rather see that than Dustin, in all honesty, not going to lie. But uh, Dustin versus Connor, too, would, is absolutely amazing. I'm definitely watching this tomorrow or Saturday. am yeah, sorry.
0: We'll see what happens. Going forward with Habib and and Connor and whether or not he's going to come back, I know he he made the whole promise after his father passed to his mother that he wasn't going to fight anymore. He was there Wednesday when they were having the UFC fight night during the middle of the week. His brother Umar won his fight, so he has that interest as well. But we'll see what happens. I, I mean, I think if you had to press me to give an answer, I'd say we'd see this somewhere down the line here. Hopefully sooner than later while these guys are still young as they are. Um, but you never know.
1: Yeah, when there's money on the table, you know, it, it makes it a lot more interesting for you to come back and fight, especially, you know, for that big payday and uh, you know, and having Conor McGregor, you know, and it all depends on what happens with this match. I mean, obviously, you know, it's, you couldn't, you can't go right into the, like, super dream match or whatever. He's got to come back and, I mean, not that Dustin Poirier is a, a pushover. I mean, you just you know he's going to Conor McGregor is going to do what Conor McGregor does and talk shit and try and do what he can to set up the next fight basically if it gets to there but he's got to get through Dustin first
0: very true very very true all right let's switch on over from Saturday to Sunday and let's get into it the old
2: NFL
0: Quite the matchups this weekend, gentlemen. And would you not agree that the best four teams are remaining?
1: There's nobody else. There's nobody else that you could put in there. That's I mean, they are. These are the four teams that have been flying high in both of their conferences. So I couldn't see anybody else being here. And and at this point, pretty much the healthiest teams too, for the most part. Not counting what happened last week.
2: Yeah, I was about to say the same thing where I'm like, yeah, no, these four teams and I'm not trying to toot the Bucks' horn, but they've looked competent as of late. But, um, yeah, the best four teams that we could possibly see. and Yeah, if it wasn't for Mahomes getting hit and possibly having a concussion, who knows what's going to happen for that game, but that's the second game of Sunday. I know that uh, this isn't pot is war i guess this is DWI's war because it is your packers versus bucks
1: (laughs) yeah yeah
2: Uh Uh (laughs) uh-huh so uh i know i could talk all the shit i possibly can in the world like oh yeah well remember earlier this year when rogers didn't throw an interception and he threw two in that game yeah i'm not no Mm. i'm not that much of an asshole Just because on the Skype call, whenever Tony gets confused, it says Andrew does not mean I'm Andrew. (laughs) No, that should actually be a good game. You don't mess with pissed-off Aaron Rodgers, because that's basically how Aaron Rodgers always plays. He'll just wing it to Devontae Adams, Marquez Valdez-Scanling, Ryan Tungan, I think his name is, right? I actually don't know his name. Robert I knew it was an See, look. Robert (laughs) Dunyon. Beer brain. (laughs) But I feel like this is going to be a very close game. This is going to be very – this is going to be a lot closer than what people think are going to be the Bills and the Chiefs, where this could come down to, like, the last field goal or the last touchdown. Because both of our teams' defense shows up when they want to, so we don't know exactly how that's going to go. The offense is always stellar and on fire, and will always make a play whenever it needs to happen. Like I said, Devonte Adams can practically catch anything as long as Aaron Rodgers throws it towards him, and same thing goes for Mike Evans. I would say Chris Godwin, but goddamn, he's been dropping balls like freaking Hootie in the Blowfish. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like
1: MVS. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say Mel Descalzo <laughs> says what?
2: <laughs> but Secondary I'm gonna St. go Brown with my what? <laughs> yeah. That Browns player on the one-yard line dropping it for a touchback? Well, huh? Anyway. Oh. Love you, Platt. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go with the bias on this one, though. I think Brady will light the last fire under their ass, and we see the Bucks as the very first team to quote-unquote host a Super Bowl in Super Bowl history.
1: Well, considering we just went through the number one defense and Rodgers threw through them like Swiss cheese. Eh, eh, Packers, Swiss cheese, Wisconsin. I mean, I don't see the Buccaneers defense being able to hold them down either. And on the same side with the offense that the Buccaneers have, I don't know how much our defense is going to be able to hold them down either. It, I think it's going to come down to, like, like we say with a lot of games, it's going to come down to the turnovers, you know, who can control the ball and what defenses show up, you know. Uh, that's kind of what happened with the New Orleans and, and Tampa Bay game there, too. Like, Tampa Bay's defense showed up and New Orleans, you know, restarted throwing picks. And, you know, if Rodgers, I feel like this is kind of almost a revenge game for him for what happened earlier in the season, like you mentioned, and. He's going to want to come out and with something to prove and he's going to want to beat the goat. And it's, it's awesome matchup. I mean, it's so cool to see Brady, you know, get into the NFC side and be able to lead a team to a championship game, which is pretty awesome. I didn't think he was going to be there this year. I thought it was going to be at least a year, but man, they really came on at the end of the season after that kind of a, a little bit of a up and down start, they, they got their shit figured out and it's going to be tough. But I I do think it's kind of going to come down to what you said too, though, is is who gets the ball at the end and who can drive their team down and get that final score. And, you know, you guys got the goat. I'm calling Aaron Rodgers goatly because he is the greatest of all time. Like, yeah. And he's going to win. So.
0: Yeah. I don't know what that means. Let me give a little bit more scientific approach. Obviously the turnover battle is going to be key. Um, I think if the Packers don't turn the ball over, they should win the game. As a fan, I feel about the same as I did last week. Um, but to me, Tampa Bay needs to stop the Packers' run. That way they can force the Packers to pass the ball, and then they can pin their ears back and just get after Rodgers, and that's what they were successful at the first time. And on the opposite side is the turnover battle for the Green Bay Packers. Um, that's that's my opinion on, on that game right there, uh, unbiased opinion on that game. So it's kind of how I felt last week, but we'll see what happens. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think the elements are going to play a big factor. Brady's been there in those before. Um, the only thing that could do is maybe a couple young guys on Tampa, but after a few plays, it's the conference championship. You know, it's going to come down to coaching and execution.
2: I, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, just to stay on the, the bucks and the Packers, but did you guys see, I think it was LaShawn McCoy actually had like a video saying, it's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to go to the championship game, right, Gronk? And Gronk actually is recorded saying, yeah, we're going to the AFC championship game. Gronk, we're not in the AFC anymore. NFC, sorry, I'm not used to this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds very Gronk.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: All right, guys. Talk to me about the other side. It looks like Patrick Mahomes went through uh, as many steps as he could possibly. Already in the concussion protocol, it looks like it's going well. It looks like he's going to be there. What chance do you give the Buffalo Bills against a healthy Patrick Mahomes?
1: I give them a hundred percent chance. I mean, they're here. Their offense has been lighting it up. Um, you know, it, it, I don't think Mahomes is going to be out of this game. I, I just there's there's just no way and. Especially when they first, they immediately came out and just was like, "Oh, he didn't actually have a concussion. He just had a pinched nerve or whatever that fucked him up, or whatever some kind of twitch in his neck or whatever he got." Right, it wasn't necessarily a concussion. So they're 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 covering their tracks to, to make sure he plays this game. I don't see any reason why he's not going to. But they, I mean, look at how well they're playing. They they they, they took down you know Jackson. Their defense looked great against him. And you know the Kansas City defense isn't as powerful as Baltimore's defense, and I, I could see Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen just lighting up the scoreboard. I could see obviously Mahomes, if the Chiefs are going to light up the scoreboard. That's what they do. But it's going to this is another one that's going to kind of come down to the defense because both of them have high powered offenses. Who whose defense is going to show up? Is there going to be, you know, turnovers as well? And who can control the ball? You know, both of them don't really have that great of a running game that they use anyway. They're more passing offenses. So if maybe one of them tries to control the ball and, and bring out a running game, they might take the advantage here and, and, and hold on to this thing. But I think it's 50-50
2: shot, honestly. I mean, it is close, not as close as I thought the Packers and the Bucks are, Like if Patrick Mahomes is a hundred percent like he can actually go in and, and you know all of his head and shoulders commercials he's a hundred <laughs> then the Chiefs have a better shot of it and I agree with the running game where with the Bills or the Chiefs if they put in their running backs Singletary and I keep forgetting damn rookie's name I don't have Moss because he's out but they got Freeman I don't know who's backing up
0: talking about Kansas oh, City. Edward Solaire.
2: Kansas City. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. He's healthy.
2: Yeah. Because I know they had Damian Williams last week against the Browns. And Damian Darren. was? Is it Darren or? Da- I thought it was Damian.
0: Well, they, they Damian have, Williams opted out of the season. Darren Williams is the one. That was the backup.
2: Uh, I need more alcohol in me. Anyway.
1: <laughs> Next year, they're going to pick up Danny Williams. And they're just going to have. God
2: damn it, no. What's next? The Steelers are also going to have J.J. Watt, so we just have the Watt brothers on the defense. I digress, because I know Derek is our fullback. But, basically, both of these championship games are how much can the offense just torch everyone. Out of the four, the Bills probably have the best defense. Because, they're not too bad. They still got Carlos Hyde. They still got a bunch of different guys on their uh, uh, defensive Mike, fuck. hold on.
0: (laughs) Packer. Yep, drink.
2: Yep. Ah, There we go. God, I love football, and I'm fucking these names up. They got a good defense.
0: (laughs) 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 All right, gentlemen, let's get to some predictions real quick here, official predictions. Um, We're just going to pick who's going to win. I, I'm gonna. I, I think we're gonna have the State Farm Bowl. Shout out to Jake from State Farm hooking me up with that PC price. You know, been talking to him on Twitter. Uh, I got I got the Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl DP. Super
1: Bowl one rematch, brother. Packers Chiefs. Let's see it.
2: AJ
0: Bucks and who?
2: I don't want to give Andrew the benefit of the doubt, so I'm going to do the irony bowl where it's going to be the Bucks and the Bills. The Bills thought they finally got rid of Tom Brady. Ah, shit.
0: (laughs) Nobody circles the wagons quite like A.J. Balazs.
3: Wow.
2: Right, As and always, always we have phenomenal funky facts. Good old, like I said before, Royal Rumble trivia. Yeah. Since I'm being generous, I'm being nice, I'm actually letting you guys know. Tunny obliterated last week. Easy now. Hashtag anything is possible. Thank God I'm going to say, uh, DP, what do you want first? Door number one, door number two, and, or door number three. And I'm half tempted to give you the second pick because of that bad name.
0: Whatever, I'm still going to win the same three questions. You can pick whatever fucking order Rumble. you want. It's all Royal Rumble trivia. It's all good. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm scared how hard this is going to be this week. I'm, I'm worried oh, yeah. I might not get any right.
1: No, I don't believe. I don't believe that for a second. P.C.'s being coy, and I'll take door number one.
0: <laughs> yeah, blank curtain.
2: See, door number one its probably the easiest question Anything is. <laughs> so...
0: You're like, think is possible? I <sighs> tied that you. all in. See how I circled that around? Because nobody circles the wagons like P.C. Tunny.
2: But you just... No 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 not gonna get into it anyway <laughs> on to the question who were the first two wrestlers to be number one and number two in the royal rumble and be the last two in the same royal rumble okay, so who were the first people to be the first two and the last two in the royal rumble
0: who were the first people It was
2: who one were the first two first Four... two people
0: were the first? What was the first ever time? Were the first two and last two were the same? Who were? Who were they?
2: Yes, in the same rumble. So they were the first two in, and they're the last two out, or last two in the ring. I
0: think I know. I think I know who it is. but I did. right here.
2: Shit. All right, so, Tony, you got your answer. Yes. Yeah. All, All right. right. So this, the, the both, if you get both of them right, you get. All right. So Tony says Daniel Bryan and Orton. Dan says Austin and Vince. Austin and Vince were one and two, but they weren't the first one and two.
0: They weren't the
1: first.
2: The oh, first one, one and. In, two. The first one and Four. two in the
0: Before that, was
2: 1995 British Bulldog and Shawn Michaels.
1: Fuck.
2: Only one of Shawn Michaels' feet touched the ground. Therefore, he was not eliminated and is the winner of the Royal Rumble match, as Howard Finkel so famously said. What was that? (laughs) What was that? What the fuck?
0: i do a whore. I did. <laughs> I, I'd keep going.
2: Wow. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I was about to say, and you know, someone else listens to this podcast too when it comes out, Dan. So you, you might, you might get headhunted there. Well, I'm just, I'm,
1: I'm channeling my inner poovy.
2: Son of a shit snack and whore. All right. All right phrasing but
0: fine go ahead dp i'll even let you pick again
2: oh yay sure two or three
1: i still got a shot taking two yeah
0: i'll take two
2: two Uh, i'm feeling generous so there is a bonus question to this too it's always a bonus so we
0: as well in addition
2: (laughs) mm Mm-hmm. i'm being helpful come on we need a little bit of entertainment so, we usually have the Iron Man of the Royal Rumble, the guy or gal who lasts the longest. Who was the first person to be the Iron Man in the first ever Royal Rumble in 1988? And like I said, there's a bonus question to it, but I'll let you guys guess. Oh the Men's one first,
1: so not the winner of the Rumble, but who lasted a long the longest.
2: Iron Man most, of the Rumble,
0: I've spent the most time in the first Royal Rumble. All right, oh go boy. ahead. Oh
1: boy, uh, see oh, all the studying God. I did, and none of them I got right.
2: Well, if I said who are all the winners, that that, that would just take up the entire time. good yeah. guess, makes sense. I know I gave the year, but that also might throw a monkey wrench.
0: But year and down time is
1: <laughs> a bomb. It's probably the guy who actually won it. Oh, that's a good guess, actually.
2: DP says Bob Backlin. Tony says Macho Man.
3: Oh, yeah. Ooh, no, it was not the
2: Macho Man. It wasn't Bob Backlin.
0: Uh, PC, you don't like when you tease him like that, brother?
2: Yeah, You know sad. what you're gonna go do? Sad. You're gonna Freak out, freak out! Yeah. So I'm yeah. actually not gonna give the answer right away because the bonus question now is, is going to be answer. <laughs> Who was the Iron Woman in the first Royal Rumble? For the women's, of course. So if you wanna start up the music again, to the music try to over. try to guess the the first iron woman. Of the world. Got, Got him. Got him. And there's a very specific reason as to why I did not say who the Iron Man was.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, I'm definitely wrong now.
0: Uh, fuck. I think they're related. They must be. They. they...
2: Fuck, I don't know. No, no,
0: no. Game down, dude.
2: One do. Tony Tony says Charlotte. DP, who do you yeah, say? I got nothing. I got McCool. So McCool. Tony was right on their related,
3: because oh, the first Daddy. Iron Man
2: was Bret Hart. Oh, Hart. Bret Man. And Andy and ah. Daddy was the Iron Woman. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, this makes it more suspenseful that it comes on the last question.
2: <sighs> Will you guys get it though? No. That's the thing. <laughs>
0: I don't. Know. We don't. If we don't, you win. You win. You've won before. It's yeah. crazy. I have won, have, won before. I don't know how the, the trivia trickster can win, but here here we go, DP. I'll choose whatever fucking door is left, and hopefully there isn't another zonk behind it.
2: Oh, bro, bro. Okay, Blaine, you, know, you know, I'm going to be nice and also say nice I'm not going to win this one. I want to see if people can figure this out that aren't Andrew, because I know Andrew and his coworker that usually has the Royal Rumble Party tried guessing when I made up these questions. So they already know the answers. I'll actually put the question in the uh, chair shot message group that we have for this one. Oh, boy. Maybe they can do it. And if they do, I'll shout it out for next week if they want or not. So the last it's gotta be, question. It's got to be
1: ridiculously
2: hard. The last question is, who was the first competitor to ever go over an hour in the Royal Rumble?
1: in total not in one royal rumble in one royal rumble in one royal, the first person to go over an hour in one royal rumble
2: and like i said i'm gonna put this to the chair shot guys so maybe they can guess it right maybe during the recording maybe they get it right so who knows Let's see what the answers are. Tunny. DP.
1: (laughs) Wait, where's he what is he up? D P
2: says flare. Uh. Tunny says Backlund. Booyah. (laughs) Tunny, why did you just do a mic drop?
0: I'm pretty sure I'm right.
2: Well, Bob Backlund did have an hour and one minute and some odd seconds, but the, first the sad... In there or not. But the sad technical thing is Ric Flair was in for an hour and two seconds in the 1992 Royal Rumble, so
3: DPP actually won it! <laughs> it
2: <was> a- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Was, didn't he start
0: as number three in that Rumble? And won the title? I
2: had a 59 59. Alright, so I'm not going to throw it into the group since we actually do have uh, a definite. shit. Look at the zero. <clears throat> oh, it might have been sloppy. It might not have been clean, but a win is a win. counts. I, why
0: am I suffering more so through the segment? I can end it at any time.
2: <laughs> Thechairshot.com. Always use your head.
0: We're almost home. Folks, it's time for Last Call. Last
3: Call. For alcohol. What do you mean it's Last Call?
0: Oh, boy, what do you mean? What do I mean? I got a doozy for you all this week. Ladies and gentlemen, the brand new head coach
3: of the Detroit Lions, Dan Campbell. Um, we're gonna kick you in the teeth, all right? And, and when you punch us back, we're gonna smile at you, and when you knock us down, we're gonna get up. And on the way up, we're gonna bite a kneecap off, all right? And we're gonna stand up, and then it's gonna take two more shots to knock us down, all right, and on the way up, we're gonna take your other kneecap, and we're gonna get up, and then it's gonna take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're gonna take another hunk out of you. Before before long, we're gonna be the last one standing. I'm, I'm gonna play that again. Um, we're gonna kick you in the teeth, all right. And when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. All right. And we're going to stand up. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. All right. And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap. And we're going to get up. And then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before before long, we're going to be the last one standing.
0: Gentlemen, I see a lot of interesting looks on your faces. But wait.
3: I'm hearing we have Dan Campbell. Uh, we're gonna kick you in the teeth, all right? And when you punch us back, we're gonna smile at you, and when you knock us down, we're gonna get up. And on the way up, we're gonna bite a kneecap off, all right? And we're gonna stand up, and then it's gonna take two more shots to knock us down, all right, and on the way up, we're gonna take your other kneecap, and we're gonna get up, and then it's gonna take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're gonna take another hunk out of you. Before before long, we're gonna be the last one standing
1: thechairshot.com always
3: use your head
0: ladies and gentlemen the new ceo of thechairshot.com dan campbell
3: Uh, we're going to kick you in the teeth all right and when you punch us back we're going to smile at you and when you knock us down we're going to get up and on the way up we're going to bite a kneecap off all right and we're going to stand up and then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down all right and on the way up we're going to take your other kneecap and we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before before long, we're going to be the last one standing. Chair Shot Network.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the new chief operating officer of Chair Shot Radio Network, Dan Campbell. Uh,
3: we're going to kick you in the teeth, all right? And when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down... We're going to get up, and on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off, all right? And we're going to stand up, and then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down, all right? And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap, and we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before before long, we're going to be the last one standing.
0: I, I want to hear what you guys have to say about Dan Campbell, new head coach of the Detroit Lions.
1: Is this, this is Austin Powers, right?
3: Why won't you no, die? No, no,
0: no. <laughs> no. No, the end cam.
3: Why won't you we're die? Gonna- <laughs> and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. All right. And we're going to stand up. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. All right. And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap. And we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before, before long, we're going to be the last one standing.
0: Dan Campbell on pottery making.
3: Um, We're going to kick you in the teeth, all right. And when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off, all right. And we're going to stand up, and then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down, all right. And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap and we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before before long, we're going to be the last one standing. What the hell did you just
0: say? Dan Campbell on a strategy to win the Royal
3: Rumble. Uh, we're going to kick you in the teeth, all right? And when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. All what? Right? And we're going to stand up, take what? More Four shots down. All right. And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap. Putt. And we're going to get up and take three shots to get us down. And we're, we're going to take another four before, before long, we're going to be the last one standing. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like
0: uh, your opinion, man. I, I don't have anything else to add to this topic. Do you guys?
1: I am so glad that he's in our division.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the brand new head coach of the Detroit Lions, Dan Campbell. Uh,
3: we're going to kick you in the teeth, all right? And when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to buy a kneecap off, all right? And we're going to stand up. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down, all right? And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap, and we're going to get up. And then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before before long, we're going to be the last one standing.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 259 of the DWI podcast this week. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the ChairShot Radio Network. Uh, A lot more people have been listening, and we really appreciate that. So what I need you to do is I need you to start paying attention to us on social media because we're going to start doing some giveaways, and that's going to be related with ChairShot Radio. So check out the uh, social media for ChairShot, you know, at Media. Uh, right there on the Twitter at Chairshot Greg, check him out. You can find me at PC Tunney and make sure you're, you're in on the Facebook group as well for the chair shot, because we're going to have some giveaways. We're going to give away some t-shirts, maybe some DVDs, some different wrestling things. So make sure you're paying attention. Chair shot radio seven days a week, every day. There's something new for you DP. Why don't you let everybody know what's going on in DP land, not sex land. That's Cleveland with, you know, Sexton and Garland sex land, but DP land. Uh, what? For once in my life, I'm confused. But either I, way, or... <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was talking.
1: Sports, 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 sports. Nice. Not, huh? Not a sports fan, huh? Not a sports fan, huh? Go sports. Oh, that's well, we don't believe you need more people. And you can find me all over the worldwide social media interwebs at it's me, DPP. And also make sure you follow at a winner is you, the letter U, a winner is you on Twitter and Facebook. I know we missed a couple weeks here, but uh, it's been a little slow in the in the world of video games, um, you know, downtime here at the beginning. But we're going to get back at it next week. So make sure you follow that on Twitter and on Facebook, a winner is you, where we always use our head and we never forget that the cake is a lie. AJ, where can they find you?
2: Well, you can... What? What Uh, What do you want, Tony?
0: Sorry. (sighs) Can't all do big arms, for fuck's sake. We'll look like a squadron of Spitfires.
2: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Uh, You can find me on the Twitter machine, at PhenomenalAJB, doing articles, being on this podcast, guest hosting or substituting for the others on the chair shot radio go check us out as we said before the chairshot.com sports entertainment sports entertainment there's always something there for all of us so tony why don't you bring us all home here since we that? still haven't figured out a new intro or outro
3: oh no i got a new one oh. Oh. All right, and when you punch us back we're gonna smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're gonna get up. And on the way up, we're gonna bite a kneecap off. All right, and we're gonna stand up. And then it's gonna take two more shots to knock us down. All right, and on the way up, we're gonna take your other kneecap, and we're gonna get up, and then it's gonna take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're gonna take another hunk out of you. Before before long, we're gonna be the last one standing.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, com forward slash the chair shot. Go to the com. Sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. Always use your head. You've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as DW. W. <sighs>
3: last one standing.